another episode of Biohacking Beauty, brought to you by Young Goose Skincare. I'm very happy and excited to have you joining us today. My guest today is the amazing Dr. Mark Tager, who is a medical advisor at Neurohacker Collective, and this is why we invited him originally. But he's an amazing and very interesting doctor. He's really bringing to the table decades of expertise spanning the fields of integrative and functional medicine, aesthetic, regenerative medicine, and lifestyle medicine to the team at uh, Neurohacker Collective because they have an amazing product called uh, Qualia Skin and to our conversation as well. He's created hundreds of uh, educational videos and training courses, as well as authored 11 books. And we're gonna be talking about some of his books and his latest book, Feed Your Skin, in this podcast as well. His latest book, Feed Your Skin, right, builds on his passion for an inside-out approach to skin health. He has received his medical degree at Duke University and family practice at the University of Oregon. Personally, I I would like to to let you know he's renowned for teaching other clinicians and he has served in the faculty at Duke uh, Integrative Medicine, the American Nutrition Association, and the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. In this episode, we're gonna deep dive into nutrition for skin health, supplementation for skin health, what we should be putting on our skin, and also aesthetic procedures and how to approach them. And you will learn, you know, what are some of the most cutting edge methods to improve our skin and overall health and how these things relate to each other from the gut to the brain, to the skin, to our habits, and obviously how we treat our skin from the inside out and from the outside in. Before we dive into today's episode, it would mean the world to me and to us here at Young Goose if you took two seconds out of your day to subscribe to the podcast. Not only does this ensure you'll never miss on an episode, but it also guarantees and and greatly helps the growth of this podcast and makes sure that other people will enjoy the information as well. Last thing before we start, uh, I would like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Young Goose Skincare. What we are trying to do in Young Goose is to interact with your with the most basic processes in your cells in order to optimize their state and bring them to a youthful state in what we call biohacking skincare. So without further ado, please welcome Dr. Mark Tager. Right, um, Dr. Mark Tager, welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for this conversation. We were talking a little bit off air about that because, uh, as I say often, our evil plan here at the Biohacking Beauty Podcast and in uh, Young Goose, the skincare company that it, it, it is by as a whole, is to kind of incentivize people to lead a healthy lifestyle to optimize their health in the hopes uh, or in the you know, in the basically in the targeting a, a better looking skin at the end of the day, but uh, obviously improving their overall health. And it and you write books about that. You are you're preaching it. That's your you know that's your life mission. So I'm very excited to have this conversation. And I'm interested in how you reached you know that mission, if you would. Yeah. So about half of my career was spent in integrative functional medicine very early on, even beginning in the 70s, mm-hmm. creating a center for pre- preventive medicine. So about half of my life there and the other half in aesthetics. And actually that half sort of began around the year 2000 when I helped a team put put together the Fraxel laser mm-hmm. that revolutionized uh, the whole process of resurfacing. So I've been involved in both of these disciplines. And, and unfortunately, it's sort of like a lot of the rest of medicine where we have these silos. We have the people who take care of the insides of our body here and their internists and family doctors, and naturopaths and chiropractors, let's say. And then we've got the outside people. And those are my estheticians and my aesthetic doctors and aesthetic practitioners. And then once we realize that that we need to work inside out and outside in 
to get that incredible glow that people want. I mean, you know, when you when you see a beautiful person, they have this glow about them. They've got a radiance and an energy. And it's not just, you know, whether they've got some dark spots on their skin or they've got flawless skin. It is this combination of inside out and outside in beauty. And so in writing the book, Feed Your Skin Right, I sort of decided I would answer the four questions that everyone has asked me since the beginning of, of my work. What should I eat? What supplements should I take? What topicals should I apply? And what procedures should I have? And, I, and everyone says, oh, Dr. Tager, give me the one answer, please. I want one answer. There is an answer. It depends. And that the book is what it depends upon. That's great. And, you know, I agree with you completely. I think it's a, it's a holistic approach and it is individual. Obviously, the, the, there are, as you said, there are already silos that are, you know, that are focusing on specific testing to adjust each one of those, each one of those subjects to specific people. So do you think a book uh, like the one that you wrote can educate a person enough to be able to answer those questions for them specifically or more work needs to be done or the book is more like homework? It's a good point. And the question is, and I almost address this in the beginning uh, mm-hmm. of the book, there's a point in time for many people where the light turns on and they realize that their diet, their exercise, their lifestyle is catching up with them and they have a choice. They have a choice to embrace health and wellness. And that moment of epiphany, that moment of crystallization is really what healthcare practitioners do when they work with people. They're trying to mm-hmm. get them to that moment where the light turns on. Now, can a book do that? A book can help. A book can provide some guidance. One of the things that I am creating right now is an online training course for both consumers and professionals called Inside Skin Beauty, where we uh, hope in six to nine hours to actually give people more content. The book is a great start and there's a lot there, but each one of us has to find the internal motivation. You know, we talk about motivational interviewing, you, mm-hmm. your why. And as practitioners, we sit with our patients and our clients. We try to help them identify their why. Why do you want to, to have energy and radiance and beauty? So, and, and the motivations are different for different people. Yeah, it's, it's interesting the way you describe it. Oftentimes, I describe it as where the ego is parked. You know, I'm, I'm a very active person. I do a lot of contact sport. And that is, that is my kind of where my ego parks. Park. This is my motivation to staying healthy and, and as youthful as I can because I need to compete with other youthful individuals. So that is what motivates me, whether it's to eat right or, or to take the right supplements or to sleep well, or whatever that may be, but that is kind of my motivation, right? And what, the way you describe it is is very true because that piece of the puzzle of understanding that you know each one of those systems is connected to the other one is it, it happened to me and I, and everyone that that I speak to on this podcast or wh- whatever in in that this world of health health optimization and biohacking really had that moment whether they had some some accident, some life-changing moment, or they just uh, looked in the mirror one day and decided that they want to look like they used to. They all have this uh, epiphany moment. So it's very interesting. You do talk about four pillars and how did you, you know, teach yourself or get get to the understanding that these are the, the four pillars that a person needs to concentrate on for better skin? Well, these are four questions uh, yeah. actually that that need to be answered. And you know, my own personal journey started way back at Duke Medical School, where I had an illness I describe in the book, and I had a chance to look at my life and say, <laughs> my skin. I actually had a hepatitis, and in, inside of a few days, I'd aged many, many years, and my skin was dry and yellow and and uh, itchy. So. What happened was I had an opportunity to look look back at, at what we're taught in medical school. And I worked with a colleague, a biochemist. We created the first ever nutrition training class for medical students. And this wow. is way back, way back. And I've always had this passion for nutrition. Now, people will often 
you know, I, I, I am a big believer in intelligent supplementation. I think that there are supplements that you need to take and have your reasons and your knowledge and your understanding of that. And uh, one of them, of course, is qualia. We can talk about that, qualia skin. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you can't out-supplement a crappy diet. And I don't know too many people who have crappy diets and beautiful glowing skin. So I I think that if you look at the emphasis, people say, well, you know, you've got these four questions. Where should I place my emphasis? I would probably say 60% has to do with what you put into your mouth, the foods that you eat, the quality, the amounts, and when you eat. That's maybe 60% of of beauty. And Mm -hmm. 20% has to do with understanding personalized nutrition. Um, There's no other person on the planet with the same skin as yours. So you need certain nutrients, different nutrients than other people. And, and trying to understand that, there's so many good new tests that people can take. Yeah. And then and then finally, when you move on, now we have topicals and uh, it's 10, 15%, maybe it's another 20%. And then selectively, there are procedures that really involve uh, biostimulatory injections, or um, laser or light or RF and microneedling that helps stimulate um, the body's collagen, elastin, even fat. So so that's sort of the emphasis. I I think most of us need to work on our diet, Mm -hmm. and then we need to have intelligent supplementation and the right topicals. Yeah, it's... it's, it is a smart approach because at the end of the day, if we're, if we're aiming at a procedure, right, a lot of people, they want a silver bullet. They just want to treat themselves poorly for five years and then do some procedure and then wait another five years until they do another one. But really, especially like skin health or skin appearance procedures, what they really are aiming at is inducing a, a reaction from our body, right? They, they're you're basically giving the body homework, whatever that may be. And you you spoke about some of them, but then the body needs to go and treat that, you know, very minute trauma or that homework that, that we gave it with, with a procedure. And if you didn't have a good way to think about that. And I, and I see this obviously in the young goose product Mm -hmm. line. And I see that in the, in quality of skin product line is you think about, precursors. Mm-hmm. You know, what are these building blocks that we need to provide the body that are not being provided? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is where, you know, we want to build NAD, for example. Yeah. So we're giving precursors to that. This is where we want to we want to build collagen. So yeah. we are providing the amino acids and the cofactors like vitamin C and iron that are important for that. And then, you know, I, I think we have so many people today who are depleted in terms of their antioxidants. We live in such a stressful world that we need to consume more antioxidants to neutralize this these scavenging yeah. reactive oxidative species uh, molecules, which come, a lot of it comes from the sun, the UV radiation from our skin, but it comes from m- metabolism, respiration, etc. So you want to have a good concentration and most people just do not eat enough fruits and vegetables, don't have enough variety. Um, the minerals may not be in the soil. So we want to look for products and uh, nutritional products that are rich in, let's say, astaxanthin, which is mm-hmm. a very powerful uh, antioxidant, that are rich in the ceramide producing things for barrier protection that are rich in in certain vitamins and minerals and you know rich in in polyphenols the resveratrol types and things that come from grapes rich in vitamin C so you want to bring a richness of supplementation into your life and i'm one of the advisors for for neurohacker for quality yeah. of skin and the reason i got behind their product was i was going to create my own and I said, and I started looking at what ingredients. Now, I am a big, big, big fan of branded ingredients. Mm-hmm. Why branded ingredients? The gaps in quality in the nutraceutical world can be enormous. Yeah. I mean, when you go and you buy something at, at your local, uh, <laughs> I was going to say hardware store, but you could probably even do it that way, your local grocery store, 
you just don't have assurances for yeah. quality, for potency. So when you deal with branded ingredients, the research has been done. Uh, you know that if it says 250 milligrams of active, there's 250 milligrams. So folks like um, Neurohacker for Qualia Skin, they've gone out and they've found the best branded ingredients. Yeah. So they know the purity is there. And, and actually, it is a, a worldwide search for these ingredients. So you're getting some ingredients, Biovin from France, you're getting Indian ingredients, you're getting hydro peach from Japan, which helps to, to protect the skin barrier. So, and, and these are, can be in concentrations that are very safe, but very potent. Yeah, that's a great you know point that you're bringing up. But if we take a bird's eye view and, and we were talking about like whole nutrition in the beginning, and now we're talking about the supplementation aspect. What do you expect? How do you combine the two? You're making, or Qualia, which is a product that I take and I recommend to anyone anyone that's listening to, to start taking from today, and we, we're going to talk about why in a second, but what do you expect a person to be eating as, as far sure. as whole food, and how does a supplement, uh, is being, how is it being designed to support that and enhance that? Yeah, I think that that's a great point. So let's start with food. Mm -hmm. The average American consumes 125 grams of added sugar each day. The recommendation should be about a third of that. Now, what's the problem with that? We have a, a process called glycation mm -hmm. in which the sugar molecules binds to a protein and, and changes the function and the structure and the function of that protein. So when we measure a hemoglobin A1C in the blood, we are measuring the degree to which the glucose molecules have then been attached to hemoglobin. Mm -hmm. Now, that same process happens in the skin in which that glucose, the excess glucose binds to collagen. And when it does, it makes that collagen brittle and, and, and inflexible. So we see that. So the first thing is cut down on glycation. Now, uh, and glucose and uh, added sugars. And, and we also know there is a very strong, good evidence-based link to acne. Okay. Mm -hmm. This next thing is that, you know, after World War II, we really had a shift in the, comp, uh, in the percentage, uh, the relative percentages of the fatty acids in the diet. Mm -hmm. So we need fatty acids. We need essential fats. Why? For our skin. Our skin needs it for barrier protection, for to maintain hydration. And what happens was there was a shift from a ratio about three or four to one of the omega-6s to the omega-3s. Now, the omega-3s are, quote unquote, the good fatty acids. And then you, you find them in flaxseed. I mean, you can find in avocado, you can find it in a number of foods. These are and fish oils, actually. Fish yeah. oil is the richest of them. And, and then there are the other uh, sources, the safflower oil and, the, uh, and soy oil and corn oil. And the problem is that those are very often 70% omega-6s. Mm -hmm. Now, What's the problem with that? If you have a diet that, and you need both of them, by the way, yeah. if you have a diet that is heavy in omega-6s, which is the American diet, then you start pushing the metabolites to create inflammatory molecules. Mm -hmm. So this is, these two things are big parts along with some saturated fats of the inflammatory diet. Skin is the largest organ in the body. Where do we see inflammation? We see it in the skin. Yeah. So I think those are those are two points. You really want to lean on uh, prebiotics. You want uh, to go for the sauerkrauts and the kimchis and the pickle foods. And now it's when you go into the supermarket, go to the refrigerated section where they don't mm -hmm. have preservatives in those. But there's so many good varieties now of, of sauerkrauts and kimchis and pickle fermented. So you want to get a good bit of that in your diet. You've got to figure out your relationship with dairy products. Mm -hmm. Some people, it is, it can be inflammatory in terms of uh, uh, some of the products the promoting allergies mm -hmm. uh, or acne. So you've got to figure out your relationship. You want to lean towards seeds and nuts, but the biggest thing is you want to eat the rainbow. 
You want to get all the colors of the fruits and and vegetables into your diet as you can. And the reason for that is if you think about these antioxidants, what's their job? I go out to my garden in the morning. I look and I've got all these colors. The job of those phytonutrients are to protect the plant from UV damage. So the studies show that if you take an antioxidant or the antioxidants, let's say in qualia, you get about a three to four, an SPF of three to four. And mm-hmm. it's not 30, it's not 40, but it it is eating the, the plants that are providing the antioxidant protection for the skin endogenously, in other words, from within. Yeah. And, and that's an important point. Now, that's a, an awesome explanation. And what, I, what I'm getting from it is, first of all, it's as far as nutrition, it's what we want to avoid as much as what we want to get into our body. Exactly. You want to avoid and then you want to lean into. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, and I'm not saying avoid. You know, look, if you eat really well 90% of the time, 10% of the time you're going to have that birthday cake. You're going yeah. to have a, Now, the other issue that we have is quantity, 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 particularly with aging, particularly with hormone imbalance. As you know, I look at, at your uh, your young goose chart on NAD levels mm-hmm. going down, everything else goes down as well. Collagen, muscle strength, etc. We, we see that. So, and that's a natural process. Can we slow it down? Absolutely. Can we stave it off? Yes. But as you age, you will not have, I mean, naturally, you just don't have the muscle mass that you had then. So you will, you can't start eat, and I, and I work with 30 and 40 year olds who think that they can eat the same way they ate when they were 18 and 20 year olds, where everything was just burned up in this furnace, this metabolic furnace that is adolescence. Mm-hmm. And it's just not the case. So we need to taper back. And I also think uh, for many people, Giving the body a time where it's not eating, time-restricted feeding, uh, taking a period of time of 12, even 14 hours where you're just not eating. And that allows the body to do something called autophagy. You know, this cellular process that we that takes place creates a lot of debris. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of junk that needs to be cleaned out, dead cells, little protein fragments. And at night, when we sleep, and when we don't eat, they do a process. The uh, cells in our body undergo autophagy. And this is just like, you know, <laughs> the gardener came and clipped away all the dead stuff. Now it's taking out, taking out the trash. So we want to give your body a time. And I've actually found that for, for some people, that's maybe the easiest step, first step for them mm-hmm. is, to, is to just leave that window of time where they're not eating so much. Now, it's not necessary for weight loss. What it really is, is for cellular health. That's very interesting. And I think we have a great opportunity to um, get a little bit of, of an understanding of how a, a supplement is being is being tailored to answer some of the gaps that any diet is going to have, even if it's excellent. So what I'm hearing a lot as far as communication to, to a consumer is, that what we are eating right now, whether it's an orange or whatever vegetable we're going to be eating, it is it, the nutritional content is around 20% of what it was, you know, in, in, you know, 50 years ago. So you, you are going to be hard pressed to, to basically fill in your nutritional quota as far as micronutrients, etc. Is this the approach behind, let's say something like qualia skin, or is the approach different? Well, I think you're, you're talking about what are the driving factors that yeah. that sort of require that people take a skin specific supplement yeah. and and the driving factors are the the vitamins and minerals are just not in the soil to the mm-hmm. degree they were the stresses that people are under are unprecedented with more stress comes more reactive damage to the body more oxidation so requiring greater things and then the, the question also becomes, you know, 60 to 80% of people say that they're taking a vitamin mineral supplement. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's a high percentage, but all the studies, that's the range. So the question is, 
do you need or want a specific skin health and beauty supplement? And I say you, you absolutely do. And the reason is because you need this unique combination of minerals, vitamins, phytonutrients that come from the plant, super fruit extracts. All of these have been carefully curated in something like Qualuskin mm -hmm. to provide specific boosts. So what does it do? Nutrition is critical for collagen and elastin. Yeah. I mean, the nutrients that you take in, the, the cofactors are critical to maintaining healthy collagen. Now you can take collagen as well, but I often find that it's some of the other ingredients that do the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. So if, if you are deficient, let's say in vitamin C or deficient in iron, you know, your body will not manufacture the collagen from the amino acids that are broken down, these bioactive collagen peptides. So you need to have that. You need to have all of that in balance. There are folks who will be deficient in zinc or magnesium. These are important nutrients. And, you know, the, the beauty is of these branded ingredients like uh, red orange complex that comes mm -hmm. from Sicily, where they, they take these three blends of red oranges and, and extract the active ingredients, is you can fuel your body with a more concentrated form of these powerful antioxidants that can scavenge up the reactive oxidative damage. So I think that people, if they want beautiful skin, it's a both. It's again, 60% of it, eat well. Look, I work really hard <laughs> on my diet. I mean, I, I try to get organic whenever possible. I have my own garden, but I jump on a plane and I travel to the Midwest in, in February. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look at the vegetables and <laughs> the, the good stuff's just not there. So we need this insurance as well. I think it's important. Now, the other thing that we haven't talked about are the need for I mean, if you look at why people need certain things, mm -hmm. your genetics are different. Your genetics, my genetics, in terms of how we relate to food, are very different. You may genetically require more vitamin C than me, or I might require more vitamin D than you. So we have this whole science of nutrigenics, nutrigenomics. We have food sensitivities and food reactions that color what we take in or how we react to a specific food. There mm -hmm. are other tests, particularly the microbiome, we've learned so much about the gut, brain, skin axis, mm -hmm. and how healthy our microbiome is. You know, our, you know what our microbiome loves to eat? The good bugs in our gut, they thrive on fiber. Now, they thrive on fiber and they create short chain fatty acids. Some of those, like butyrate, go to help the lining of the gut, but other ones propionate acetate, go to the skin. So I think that's important. So the diet's important. But um, I think for insurance and for skin wellness and beauty, you need a specific supplement. And I, and I love what they've done with Qualia. I, I recommend that. It does take um, at least a month to see results from a skin inside procedure, sometimes 40 days. Because for most people, like in their 50s, 60s, their skin is turning over about every 40, 42 days. Mm -hmm. Use a retinol, obviously it can turn over much faster, but you're going to start seeing improvements oh, 30, 40 days because it takes that long to get those nutrients into the, the skin where they go into the dermis and then they go to the basal layer between the epidermis and the dermis. And then they start feeding those new skins from within where all the growth factors are and start percolating up to the surface. So it takes a little bit. And the other thing that happens is that, and we see this in procedures all the time, it's the reason that aesthetic professionals always take before pictures. Because mm -hmm. when people look at themselves so many times a day, and they look at themselves on Zoom now all the time, mm -hmm. and they, they sort of reset the normal. And it's hard to see incremental improvement sometimes until you say, until someone says, wow, what are you doing? Your skin looks amazing. And you think, well, you know, it, 
didn't look that different from yesterday <laughs> or when I looked at it four times yesterday. So we see these, these incremental changes in anything take time. So true. As I'm sure you all have noticed, we went out of, the, of our way in this episode to emphasize the benefits of supplementation for skin health and especially su- supplementing with Neurohacker Collective's skin supplement, which is called Qualia Skin. And that is out of our own initiative uh, here at uh, Young Goose and the Biohacking Beauty Podcast, because we believe, obviously, that the better you take care of your body, your health, and your nutrition, and your supplementation, the better our products are going to work and the better your skin is going to look. All of us here at Young Goose and uh, me specifically, we've had a very good experience supplementing on Qualia Skin. And that is why we reached out to Neurohacker and we invited them on our podcast. So they were gracious enough to offer all of our listeners 15% off. You can get that 15% off by navigating to neurohacker.com and using the code YOUNGGOOSE, all one word, all capital. This discount does not only apply to Neurohacker's Qualia Skin, but to any product on the website. So we're very happy that we could get that for you. Uh, Enjoy. It is highly recommended. And now, without further ado, let's uh, continue with the podcast. think there that someone that is that their skin is dealing with some deficiency let's say because they are they are suboptimal let's say it's it's part of a, a series of decisions that they have made in order to improve their skin health and their general health maybe they're going to see faster results than someone who has been basically who has incorporated incorporated it into a regimen that they've been doing for years in order to keep their skin healthy is that something that you're seeing where it fills in the gap and then some people see faster results than others well, there are remarkable. There are folks who are are significantly deficient yeah. in certain nutrients, and the change is sort of remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that will also correlate with uh, the microbiome. Yeah, uh, one of the fastest ways to to sort of get great skin for people who have leaky gut, yeah. or folks who have dysbiosis, is to get their microbiome fixed. So very often prebiotics probiotics, a good blend of probiotics, trying to cut down on some of the inflammatory factors that inflame the gut. Mm -hmm. Those things will actually fix skin very quickly. Yeah. And if in fact you have a deficiency, if you're really significantly deficient, you will see more improvement as as you fix things. We'll see that in acne, for example. If we look at zinc and we look at sugar consumption and dairy, we, we take dairy out of the equation, we cut down sugar, and we supplement with zinc, we will see significant improvement in acne. Now, who, who does that describe? Who has the standard American junk diet uh, that's low in nutrients, high in sugar, high in fat, high in, in, in inflammatory dairy? It's a teenager. Yeah. I mean, and, and then it also, we see that again, uh, of course, is more hormonally induced also around menopause, mm-hmm. where we will where we need to get some of these hormones under control and get those balanced as well. But you know, this is an, this is not digital. Your your health. I mean, as as much as we have this turning towards digitalization of health. Yeah, really good health and beauty is an analog process. Mm-hmm. It is incremental change. It is these decisions that cumulatively uh, create inner beauty. So I I think of this as, you know, we all want that fast fix. You know, is it on? Is it off? Is it a one? Is it a zero? But it's not that. It's analog. And then there are the invariable setbacks that people have. Uh, Times when they're under increasing stress and strain or for some reason their diet goes off. Uh, yeah, for any number of reasons. Yeah, you know, there's uh, a lot of research basically um, looking at a decision bank that everyone has a certain amount of decisions they can consciously make during the day. And if you have a lot of stress or a lot of things that you need to deal with, 
logically, some of those things that are that are not, you know, instilled into a habit, they go haywire, whether it's your diet or working out or whatever that is. So, yeah, that's another, you know, the other piece that, you know, obviously what Neurohacker and Qualia are known for uh, are their nootropics and yeah. their brain health, well-being, focus. So they've got a problem, a product called Focus. Uh, I think this is increasingly the issue that we have in this modern world, the ability to make better decisions, shorter, faster, the ability to focus and concentrate, Mm -hmm. closing out extraneous stuff, Mm -hmm. the ability to fight fatigue and brain fatigue. You're right. you You spoke to the hundreds and hundreds of decisions that we've got to make every day. All of those decisions take energy, Mm -hmm. take brain energy. So we look at something like quality of focus, quality of mind, those products, uh, which is where they've they've really established themselves. I think they go hand in glove with, I mean, there's really three things. You want to get that brain working and keeping it young and focused and agile and fighting off fatigue and making better decisions. You need to get a good night's sleep that's when the housekeeping takes place and the autophagy. And you need to have a specific program and product for skin health and beauty. But that begins with diet. But yes. diet affects all of those things. So actually, because we were talking about different products that Neurohacker makes, one of the products that I'm very, very interested in and taking myself and am obsessed with is their Senolytic product. And my, you, you know, we were talking about autophagy and um, the uh, need to increase that. And senescent cells are one, if, correct me if I'm wrong, for, for, with what I know, uh, the skin accumulates the most amount of senescent cells, also the biggest organ. And they, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, they, absolutely. The, the, the skin is, you know, it is the largest organ. It is a, yeah. it, it is a rapidly growing dividing organ. And it does have a lot of senescent cells, uh, mm-hmm. senescent cells, the old dead things. Now, we see this in older people mm-hmm. in terms of the actinic keratoses and the seborrheic keratoses and these little growths that people will get, which is this accumulation of mutated cells that, that, that are dysfunctional. And so, and I know that your, your emphasis on skincare with NAD and that emphasis is really important in the in the combination of activating the sirtuins that have to do with actually guarding our genome is yeah. what they do. They are the guardians of the genome to to do that. So the products around uh, the senolytics an important contribution. Uh, I think the the research is moving in that direction. Yeah. I mean, we know so much more about antioxidants now and, and some of the minerals and vitamins, but we're moving in this realm of anti-aging into senolytics that can help with this house cleaning that we do, which is, is critical to, to aging. And in the brain, we have, you know, microglia. Mm-hmm. And that's their job. That's what they do. They're the, they're the nighttime gardeners that mm-hmm. get into the brain and prune and clean. So the senolytic product is an interesting product. It, it fits within an anti aging sweet, certainly very consistent with some of the things you're doing with the young goose. By the way, I want you to know that I did, I did prepare for this interview because I have a granddaughter and I went and I bought her the smart goose book. About oh, wow. Goose <laughs> in the mud. Uh, and maybe that's a microbiome thing. It never gets, never gets uh, uh, eaten by the, the foxes and yeah so i i did prepare so that's and, i and i appreciate it and you know very kind of connecting to what we were talking about in the beginning when someone is ready mentally physically or actually we're talking about the physically but is ready mentally to go to a medical professional and get something done that is more aggressive some stimulation for repair or oper- you know operation whatever that is would you agree with me that the day-to-day habits that obviously accumulated those building blocks that we were talking about before, those cofactors, the ability of the skin to perform whatever tasks it, it needs to perform is then going to come to the forefront? Like you can't just take a supplement for a month and expect your skin to act optimally when under stress, whether induced or otherwise. 
I, I make a very bold statement in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's one that probably gets me in trouble. But I believe that if you're going to a professional for a facelift or mm-hmm. uh, a significant resurfacing procedure, and they are not helping to prepare you nutritionally before and after the procedure for wound healing, for collagen remodeling, then they are doing you an enormous disservice. It is much the same as going to a dinosaur doctor and asking that dinosaur doctor, "Um, does diet have anything to do with my acne and my skin? And they say, no, you, you eat whatever you want. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. So I think we really need to look you know, there. by the time someone comes to get injectables, a laser procedure, a microneedling procedure, an RF procedure, or surgery, they are at a point where they are open to listening, I believe. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those incredibly teachable moments. So the course that I'm creating, my Inside Skin Beauty course, which will be out in October for professionals and the month afterwards for consumers, is really about that. What, how do you help a patient prepare his or her, their skin uh, for this insult that we're going to do? Because yeah. really, if you think about it, for the most part, many of the procedures, the ones where we want to get biostimulation, we wound the skin, yeah. we heat it, we freeze it, we run electricity through it. We, we do something to say, hey, wake up, start healing from within. Yeah. Now, I will talk to my colleagues and I'll I'll ask them the following question. When you do the exact same procedure on two different patients and one of them recovers in seven days and she looks unbelievable and the other one has lingering inflammation and lingering swelling, lingering redness and just isn't seem to healing to, to, to actually heal as well. What do you think happened there? What what do you think could be the difference? And my belief, and again, I don't have studies to prove this, but there's a lot of collateral information and studies, that it has to do with the health of the tissue that you Mm -hmm. are working with. So we really want, this is why many of the best plastic surgeons will not operate on smokers. Yeah, because their tissue health is so compromised. And it's why some of the best dermatologists will not do a resurfacing procedure on someone whose skin barrier is already broken down. So mm-hmm. we need to do the things that get the tissue health going. So then, you know, think about this concept. We have a concept, collagen remodeling. What we do is we use heat, or radio frequency, we get heat into the dermis. Yeah. Now, collagen, this triple helix molecule, unwinds, it shortens. It becomes a scaffold on which our body creates new collagen. Now, that new collagen deposition, remodeling, neocollagenesis is called by different words, takes up to six months. Mm-hmm. So what does that require? It requires the amino acids. It requires vitamin C. It requires iron. It requires a healthy diet. It requires minimization of the sugar that's going to cause glycation in that new tissue. So that is the basic set of instructions that every and any aesthetic professional should be able to provide to his or his or her patient, their patient. Yeah, and it's and it's not even. I agree with you, but even if we're talking, if we're trying to convince the end consumer to take uh, good, because what what you've done right now is convince the professional that they should have a better canvas if they're the artist, right? They should have yeah. the the skin optimal as far as healing. But even the end consumer that might say, "Well, you know, I just want the the professional to do the best job," blah blah, blah whatever. If you want. If you like the procedure, right, if you got good results and you would like more of those procedures in the future, you have to make sure that you support your skin in a way where you would be able to do more of those procedures and it's not going to basically create more damage in scar tissue than your skin can handle long time. What we've come back to is this concept of optimal health, optimal well-being. You know, I, I hate the term normal. 
normal <laughs> is that that big swath of people in the middle who have a normal American diet, yeah. who have normal sunblock usage, who have normal uh, alcohol consumption. It doesn't mean that it's optimal. Yeah. We see that when we see a test. You can take a vitamin D level, for example, which is really important for so many functions, including the skin. Mm -hmm. And if you are in the lower range, okay, let's say it's 28, 30, 32, your physician will say, oh, you're normal. Well, is that optimal? Is that where you need to be to have your best performance, your best skin health? It's not. So we've come full circle to that concept of, of wanting to be the best, yeah. uh, wanting to excel, optimal well-being. You know, I wrote a book, my, my second book, I've written 11 books. Feed Your Skin Right is my 11th book. My first book was called Whole Person Healthcare, which advocated way back in the 70s, uh, a whole person approach. My second book was called Planning for Wellness. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, you know, I, I will ask people very often a very simple question. Say, on a scale from one to 10, with one being not very healthy, not very fit, not feeling well, 10 being the best you you can be, mm -hmm. where would you rate yourself? What number on this scale, where would you put yourself? And now I get a couple of reactions. Most people give themselves sixes and sevens, some people fours and fives. And to them, I sort of say, well, what are the barriers? What's holding you back? Why did you mark yourself a few more places to the right. What's in your way? And then, of course, there's always a Californian. Mm -hmm. who looks like, hey, man, I'm a 10. Uh, <laughs> I said, well, you know, the reality is the scale doesn't stop at 10. <laughs> you can keep going. But I think that that's an interesting, you know, that's the simplest assessment question that I will ask people. Mm -hmm. And it is a really nice way to surface some of the barriers to get in people's way. And then really health behavior change is, is it's complicated and it's simple. The mm -hmm. simple part is you just got to focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. Don't try to change everything. So a nice, simple thing to do is just track and monitor your intake of fresh fruits and vegetables and the colors of the rainbow that mm -hmm. you eat. That's a simple thing. Another simple thing is going ahead and taking a 12-hour period, 14 hours, where you're just not eating and trying that and seeing how that, how that makes you feel. Another simple step, again, a simple step, cutting out the sugars. Read those labels. You'll be amazed at how many added grams of sugar uh, are, are in your commonly yeah. eaten foods. And then take a supplement. You know, it's very simple. Take a skin health and beauty supplement. These are simple things that you can do. And that's how we start getting behavior change. We start yes. reinforcing these good habits. Yeah. And again, we're going back to, to habits and the accumulation of them. If we have to make decisions all the time, we're not going to be able to sustain all of those conscious decision-making demands we're going to have. We have to develop one habit at a time and... Uh, and we will be shocked at the amount of change that we can cultivate. You know, to, to wrap it up, I would a few things that I would like to, to ask you kind of to wrap it up. The first thing is if someone wanted to start to educate themselves right now, they want to start on a better journey, that your, your course is not going to be out for a while. Where is a good way to learn more about what you're doing and what, uh, you know, um, Neurohacker is doing yeah. with Qualia Skin? Well, I would uh, encourage some very simple things. First of all, you know, uh, going to uh, Amazon and grabbing yeah. Feed Your Skin Right. So that would be my promotional, self-serving sort of way of doing that. But it's a it's a really good book. And yeah, I, I've, I, you could say I either wrote it, it, it either took me a year to write it or about 45 years to write it. Uh -huh. the, the hardest thing and whenever you are a creator is taking complicated subjects as you do very nicely and making them simple and understandable and actionable. Mm -hmm. So you'll find a lot of good guidance in the book. I would have people think about this trio of uh, neurohacker products, uh, the focus or mind, the sleep product, 
and qualia skin. Those mm-hmm. are simple things that you can do. You know, I, I'll leave you one more wild story. Uh-huh. I used to write a newspaper column for the Seattle Times. And one day I was kind of out of ideas. And I went to my editor and said, hey, if I uh, did a column and said, keep a three-day dietary record and send it in to me with a self-addressed stamp uh, envelope, I'll go ahead and assess it. How many people do you think would eh, do that? He said 50, 80, 100. He said, fine, I'll do it. Thousands and thousands and thousands of these assessments came pouring in. And and then I had to do a mea culpa because it was just, I had a team I put together. I was with Kaiser Permanente at the time, put together a team. And the more we answered, the more people say, thank you so much. So the first step really is that awareness. And I really would encourage people to do something as simple as that, Mm -hmm. you know, don't try to be good. Just write down what you what you can eat for three days, or do it if you can a twenty four hour recall, and then look at the foods that that you need to minimize. Yeah, and look at the foods that you should lean into. What's the balance look like? Where are you getting your fats from? Fats are critical. Are they from all heavily, highly refined uh, corn oil, for example? Or are you getting enough of the fish oils and uh, flax and leaning towards the monounsaturated olive oils that are so great? So I I think you start doing that and and looking at the quantity also uh, Mm -hmm. is is important and when you eat. So so bringing some level of uh, self-awareness, learning, reading some more things, uh, certainly, and doing some intelligent supplementation for skin health and beauty. Yeah. What I'd recommend. Yeah, that's a great recommendation. So again, I obviously it was important for, for me, for us here at the Angles to bring you over because we are disciples of the NeuroHacker. We believe that our users of our products are going to have better skin if they combined the two. So it was kind of, uh, you know, that's why we reached out to have you over. But I think if anyone who listened to this podcast got much more than just what supplement to take or the fact that the supplements of Qualia are good. So I highly appreciate your, your time here. Yeah. And then, then uh, if folks want to follow me, they can follow me at, at DRM Tager. And mm-hmm. I've got a website. My personal website is drtager.com. So they could follow me that way. We're going to be putting out more education and Qualia is obviously putting out great education. So yeah really need to have people go to NeuroHacker because uh, they, yeah. they, they've got some wonderful blogs and, and uh, videos. Uh, it's good sci- They're a good, good science company. Exactly. And that's, again, that's why we connected them because we believe in further education. We will have all of those links in the uh, podcast, podcast description for people to head over there. And uh, again, thank you so much, Dr. Mark Tager. Uh, we highly appreciate your time. Great. Thank you.